James chapter 1, and let's start at verse 22. Um, and keep your Bibles open because we're, uh, we're going to cruise today. Amen. Can we cruise today? Y'all going to cruise with me? All right, James chapter 1, verse 22, it says, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only. Look at this, deceiving who? Deceiving yourself. You're not fooling anyone else but yourself when you don't do the word. Okay? So you're not fooling me. You're fooling yourself, the word says. Come on, keep going. Look what it says. It says, for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. Now, what I teach at our church is, I teach at our church that the word of God is a mirror. It's not a window. Are you hearing me? I need you to get this because oftentimes we treat the word of God like a window. And the, and, and the window serves a purpose of recreation. Are you hearing me? Oftentimes we use the word as a window. We look at everybody else's life. Are y'all going to talk back with me? But here, this word mirror, it should be used as a reflection, not recreation. Oftentimes we're looking at what somebody else should be doing. And you need to be looking at, yeah, uh-huh, y'all, you need to be looking at yourself. Are you with me today? So we're going to have to do this work. We're going to have to be doers of the word. Stop looking at me. If you do your part, we, I'm going to do my part too. So you don't have to keep looking at my life. Look at your own life. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor. Look at your own life. Keep going, keep going. Look what it says. Look, look. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. Do y'all see that? The moment you come up, the moment you leave the mirror, you forget what you just look like. Now, 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 you just left the mirror. Come on here. Face beat. Come on here. You don't took time out to beat your face some. And the moment you leave the mirror, you don't forgot what. Y'all hear me? Look, look, up, keep going, 25. This is my favorite part. This is, but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues, say continue, say stay there, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed. One translation says this one will be favored. You know what favored means? Favored simply means I look different. Are you hearing me? Favorite means I look different. Favorite means blessed. So if anyone looks at you and they say, child, you blessed, what they're simply saying is you look different. And when you look different, that simply means that you are doing what the word of God says. So if I look different, that simply means I'm a doer of the word of God. Come on, tell your neighbor, say, I look different. Come on, tell them, say, I look different. Say, I'm favored and I'm blessed by God. Clap those hands if you believe that on today. Somebody shout, I look different. Glory be to God. I felt that when I look different. Hallelujah. For a moment, we're going to talk about uh, 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 the heart of a servant. That's what we're going to talk about today. The heart of a servant. Write that down if you're taking good notes. Say, a heart, the heart of a servant. Now, Upper Rome, I didn't give you this one, but can you flow with me today? 
Can we go to Joshua 24 real quick? Joshua 24. The heart of a servant. Hashtag say level up. Yeah. It's time to level up in this area of our serving. Are you hearing me today? And I'm going to help y'all today. The heart of a servant. All right. Joshua 24. Verse 15. Look what it says. And it seemed evil unto you. And if it seemed evil unto you to serve the Lord. Choose you this day whom ye will serve. Now I teach at our church this word ye. That means you. So you can put your name there whenever you see the word ye. You can put your name in place of ye. Are you hearing me? So choose ye this day uh, um, um, whom you will serve. Whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. Here we go. Y'all ready? Say declaration. But as for me and my house, we're not going to read that too fast. But as for me and my house, we will what? Serve the Lord. So I'm finding out that if you're going to have a heart of a servant, look at this. It starts at home. It starts at home. So I'm finding out when people are not serving or are or, or, or doing what it is that, that needs to be done in the Lord's house, that's a clear indication that you're not serving at your own house. Are y'all with me? Y'all ain't got to look back at it. This is the word of God. He says, as for me and my what? House. That word house translates to me as for me and my family. So if you're not serving well at home, there's, you're not going to serve well here at the church, at the Lord's house. Serving starts at home. Are you ready for this? Serving, watch this, this word servant, this word servant is, we, we, get, we, we get the word servant from the word serve. Are you hearing me? If you're not serving, you're not a servant. Child, I'm a servant of the most high God. If, if you're not serving, you're not a servant. Joshua says, as for me and my house, as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. This word serve also means worship. Yeah. It means worship. So when you are serving, what you are doing, you're simply worshiping God. So when we come into the house of God, yes, we lift our hands. That's worship. Come on here. We just got through worshiping the Lord. Come on. And we had a great time in worship. But when you come here and serve and, 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 and you do what is asked of you or on the praise team, the parking lot, you're certain that's an act of worship. Are you hearing me today? So as for me and my house, as for me and my family, we will worship, we will serve the Lord. So I took time out to look at this word heart. Do you know that this word heart, it is the central or the innermost part of your life? Your heart. 
it's the reason why we're here. Just let it stop ticking. You would no longer exist. It's the, it's, it's the core. It is the center of your, li- it's responsible for your living. So when, look at this, when your heart is not right, you can't live. Oh, I'm going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You ready? So when your, when your heart is not right, watch this. When your heart is not right pertaining to the things of God, you cannot serve right. Because your heart is not right. And what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to learn how to surrender or give God your heart as it relates to this area of serving. Because you won't serve right if your heart's not right. Say, Lord, fix my heart. So that, listen, so, so that we can serve him, so that we can serve God properly. Your heart needs to be renewed. Some of us need a heart reset. Are you hearing me? Go to, go to uh, uh, Colossians chapter 3. There's something there we, that we should pull up. Is this good? Y'all all right? Y'all still rocking with me? Okay, then. Colossians chapter 3, verse 22. It says, servants... Obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. And whatsoever, here we go, whatsoever ye, whatsoever you do, do it what? Heartily, right? As unto what? As unto what? Not Pastor Reggie. Not Pastor London. Where, where, where's your husband? Not, not, not Minister Sean. Because when you're serving here, when you're serving on the praise team, when you're serving uh, uh, as musicians, minstrels, we're serving as unto the Lord. You're not serving, you're, you're, you're not serving the, the, the leader of that, of that ministry. Let me help you, because if you come to if you come here with that mindset, you're not going to serve. Let me tell you why, because we're human. And the moment Chris does something to you and you get mad, you know what you're going to say? I ain't going to pick up my bass. I ain't going to play these drums today. He shouldn't have said it like that. I ain't going to work the camera today. Because they shouldn't have said it. We have to make sure that our heart is right when we're serving in the Lord's house. Say this with me. Say, whatever I do, I must do it from a heart place, not a hard place. Heartily. Your heart got to be in it when you're serving. Say, my heart is in it. We used to sing a song in the old church. My heart is fixed. Oh, glory be to God. And my mind is made up. I, I, I can do it now. And I'm going with him every step of the way. Are you hearing me? Said, my heart is fixed and my mind is made up. That I'm going to serve God. Are you hearing me? Eee! 
Are y'all still out there? He says, he says, uh, whatsoever you need. Whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. Knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of inheritance for ye serve the Lord Christ. So this word heart right here in this particular text, this word heart, it simply means core. It means core. It means, watch this, it means center. You ready for this one? You got to write a little bit for this one. It means the seat of your spiritual life. Did y'all get that? It means the seat of your spiritual life. So everything that you do for the Lord should spill from this place of your heart. Are you hearing me? Everything that you do in the house of God, it should come from the center or the seat of your heart. So when you are worshiping, you are, you are allowing God to sit in your chair of your heart. When you're, when you're, when you're ushering, you're allowing God to sit at the seat of of your heart because let me help you when people come in you need to make sure that the Lord is sitting in that chair are you hearing me wherever you're serving you need to make sure that the Lord is sitting in that seat because people are not people are not nice all the time I might as well agree People are not nice all the time. Let me help you say, I am people. And you're not nice all the time. I'm not nice all the time either. That's why you have to make sure that whenever you make up your mind to come into the house of the Lord to serve, you're going to have to make sure, Lord, I need you to sit in this chair. Because somebody, listen, somebody is going to do something to challenge, yes. Somebody is going to do something to challenge your Holy Ghost. And watch this. When they challenge your Holy Ghost, what you need to do is you need to steal away and say, Lord, are you sitting in your chair? Because I need you here right now. It's the, it's, it's, it's the core. It's the center. It is the, it, it, it is the seat of your spiritual life. It's this heart. Are you, are you hearing me? Look, 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 look what this says. Go to. Y'all still there? Y'all not sleepy, are you? Well, praise the Lord. Go to Luke chapter 10. Serving is worship. And I need to say this to, to someone here today. I know this by, the way, by way of Holy Ghost. I need to say this today. While you're serving, don't forget what's important. Because you can be serving in the house. You could be serving uh, in the parking lot. You can be serving on the camera. You can be serving up a room. You can be serving wherever you serve in God's house. But you cannot forget what's most important. Because serving is worship. Yeah. 
Are you hearing me? And if you get lost, watch this. If you get lost in the work and fail to worship the God of the work, you're lost. Go to Luke, go to Luke, go to Luke chapter 10, verse 38. I want to show you something. I got Bible to, to support this. Luke chapter 10. Verse 38, look what it says. Now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet. Watch this. And heard his word. And and and. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at his feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her, therefore, that she help me. She thought she was doing something right. She was lost encumbered in, 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 in things that wasn't important. She thought keeping our house clean, trying to get the house clean for him was important. Now that is important. Make sure your house clean, you hear? No, I'm serious. That's serving. Make sure your house is clean. You don't know, you, you never know when I'm going to come over there. Dog, Lance, I didn't know you was coming. Had I known you was coming, I would have straightened up. Now, you, now you're tearing up everything else trying to get it clean. Look, look, she says, she says, Lord, look, she says, Lord, bid her to come in here to help me. I paraphrase. Jesus said, now, what you're doing, you're not doing, what, you're, you're not doing the right thing right now. So don't interrupt, don't disturb what she's doing right now because the scripture says what she's doing right now is what the needful thing are you hearing me so while we're serving we cannot forget about worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ because it is so easy to get distracted in your areas of ministry because I told you that people don't come in right and they will say the wrong thing to distract you. And that very thing that they said now is ringing in your spirit. And now you're distracted and you can't properly worship God. So Jesus tells her, he says, now, 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 now you, you let her alone. Because uh, 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 Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful. And Mary have chosen that good part. So you need to understand that worship is a choice. He says that she chose, listen, she made, she made a decision to sit here at my feet. She made a decision, watch this, to get in the presence of God. Are you with me this morning? And so watch this. You have to make sure that every day that you wake up, that you make a decision to get in the presence of God. Because it's needful. You need to be in his presence. As a matter of fact, I don't want you serving me if you haven't been in his presence. Because you're not going to serve right. You're not. 
You're not going to serve, right? Anybody ever had a nasty waiter or a nasty waitress? When you look, she said, hmm. Sometimes I be wanting to tell her, you need to go in that bathroom and call on the name of Jesus. Because what you're doing, you're not serving this table right. Something has happened. Something has transpired. Uh, 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 Elder, Elder Foster, I work with children every day, and one of the things, one of the things that I do when my when 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 my one-on-one comes into the classroom, I I, I do a temperature check. I need I need to make sure I need hey we good. I need to make sure that he's good because watch this. If he's not good, my day ain't gonna be good. And it starts it starts at the top of the morning. So how you going how listen how you going how you going how you going to tell me to get in the presence of God and lift my hands and you haven't been there Got to do what's needful here You got to get in the presence of God You got to make sure that what that Jesus is sitting in his chair Before you before you serve anybody Are you hearing me Say I have the heart of a servant. Come on, say, I have the heart of a servant. So, beloved, we cannot lose sight on what matters most. And what matters most is our worship. Spending time with the Father. Go to John 13. I want to show you something here. Y'all good? Okay, then. John 13. Let that baby worship. That baby getting his word, man. Watch this. Verse 1. It says, now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father. Having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. And supper being ended. The devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he was come from God and, and went to God, he riseth from supper, you ready? And laid aside his garments and took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poureth water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Now, Jesus decides to get up. Watch this. The enemy's there. He knows that the enemy's there. And he decides to get up, watch this, and wash the disciples. Look at this. One translation says, dirty feet. The enemy's there. He decides to get up and serve and, 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 and clean and wash the disciples' dirty feet. The enemy's there. His foot was there too. So you're serving. Can you serve in the midst of your enemy? 
Can you serve while Keisha is getting on your last nerve? Can you still serve in the presence of? Not, not alone just serve, but can you wash her feet? Hey, listen, you can if Jesus is sitting in his chair. That's why you got to check. You got to make sure that he's in his chair because if he's in his chair, you can do all things through Christ that gives you the strength. Are y'all seeing this? Now watch this. I, I, listen, I want to show you something. Can I, can I teach some? Look, look, when you look at this word, when you look at this word, uh, uh, when you go back to verse four, I believe, go back to verse four. I want to show you something here, upper room. Go back to verse four. Um, yeah, when you look at this word, do y'all see this word garments? I took time out to look at that word. You know, that word, that word garment, that word garment, it means mantles. Study it. It means mantles. Watch this. Mantles means titles. I'm going somewhere. It's my, my. Come on here. Garments mean mantles. Mantles mean titles. Titles means authority. Come on here. Authority means positions. Right? Are y'all with me? But look at this. Jesus rose from supper and laid aside his what? His garment. He laid aside his mantle. He laid aside his position. He laid aside his authority. See, some of us are caught up in titles. And what you need to do, if you're going to serve, if you're going to serve God properly, baby, you got to take that mantle off. Y'all don't like me. It's okay. It's okay. You got to take that garment off. You got to lay your, your authority to the side. You letting your authority get to your head, babe. You letting this mantle, you letting this mantle take over your, your, your mind. And before Jesus could serve, he took off his mantle. He took off his garment because he didn't want them to see his title. He wanted them to see his heart. He wanted them, he wanted them to see his heart. He wanted them to see his heart. Mantle means apostleship. Mantle means pastor, teacher. Mantle means master. Mantle means rabbi. A mantle means evangelist. Mantle means son of God. Christ, Jesus, God in the flesh lays down his mantle. And if he can lay down his mantle, What is your problem? He lays it down. You know what lay down mean? Presbyterian, that means he humbled himself. Some of us need humbling. It's amazing what you can do when you're humble. 
It's amazing. Listen, listen. When you humble, you you you're just you're, you're so nice when you're humble. I remember I was driving. I remember I was I was on my way home, and I was at I was at the stop sign, and I wanted to make a right turn, but there was construction right there, so I couldn't make the right turn. But after I make the right turn, my house is like minutes right. It's it's right there. So I'm getting ready to make the, the right turn. I see all the orange construction signs and everything, and I'm trying to make the right turn. And I'm bothered. You hear me? <laughs> and they out there with the flags. You can't come here. You can't come. I'm like, man, my house is right there. <laughs> and the Lord shows up in my car. He shows up in my car by way of my son. And my son says, so calm, plain, meek-like, you know what I mean? That's how I knew it was God. My son says, Dad, you can't turn, man. <laughs> then he said, he said, right here. He said, hey, man, you can't make the turn. I'm bothered. I'm heated. But when I heard, watch this, when I heard the humility and the meekness in his voice, I immediately came down. I said, you know what? You're right. You're right. Oftentimes we need, we need God in all of heaven to humble us. We need God in all of heaven to, 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 uh, to, to cause us to, to, to experience him on meek street. Humble means meek. Humble means submission. Are you hearing me? This word servant, here we go. This word servant, it also means sacrifice. Because how many of you know? That when you're serving, there is a great deal of sacrifice that comes into play. Are you hearing me? All the wives here, stand up. If you're a wife, stand, stand up. Look at these wives. Y'all help me, help me applaud these wives. Now, now. The men that are here that are the, 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 the husband of these wives, you stand up too. Look at this. The, the reason why I'm doing this is because oftentimes the man is in the house of the Lord sometimes serving. And sometimes the wife want him at home. But there is, watch this, there is a great deal of sacrifice that comes with serving. Are you hearing me? And so, listen, listen, I'm just going to keep it a buck. When I come to the house of the Lord, y'all ready? Y'all ready for this book? When I come to the house of the Lord and I'm prepared to serve the body of Christ, watch this, don't come down here with no attitude, babe. Because I can be, listen, I can be at home serving, oh Lord have mercy. I, I can be at home being a much better servant. So there is a great deal, bless you man, thanks for serving. Yeah, 
There is, you guys can sit down, there is a great deal of sacrifice that comes into play with serving. So don't take your leader's position for granted. They come here to serve. Are y'all hearing me? Not just serve, but watch this, but they serve well. They do it from a heart place, not a hard place. So, 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 so serving here, serving here, it, 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 it means, it means sacrifice. It means to surrender. It means to forego. One thing I have here in my notes is that when you're serving, you're tackling a need. When you're serving, you're, you are tackling a need. I would not be serving if it was if 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 there wasn't a need. So keep that in mind. I'm here because there is a need. Drew is here. Come on here. Cuz there's a need. He's a he listen, y'all better thank God for Drew babe. He's here because there's a need. And I told, I, listen, I, told him in, I told him in the back. I said, hey, man, there's a need this morning. There's a need. Wherever, wherever, wherever there is service, wherever there is serving taking place, you got you to gotta know that there's a need. There's a reason for that. And when we fill those seats, when we fill those positions, the, uh, the, we're, 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 we're making sure that the needs are met. Matthew, thir- Matthew 15, I'm almost done. Matthew 15. Y'all good? Matthew 15, verse 32. Oh my, they got it in big bold letters, numbers nine. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. Matthew 15, verse 32. Look what it says. Then Jesus called his disciples unto him and said, I have compassion on the multitude. Are you ready? The heart of a servant reveals compassion. Did y'all get that? Jesus said, I have compassion on the multitude because they continue with me now for three days and have nothing to eat. And I will not send them away fasting lest they faint in the way. Jesus said, they've been with me for three days. These people are hungry. I have to feed them. Listen, if I don't feed them, they've been with me for three days. They're not going to make it to the crib. They've been out here with me for three days. Listen, I can't send them home on the way home. They're going to pass out on the way home. I got to tackle the need right now. And the, the present need is that they're hungry. And, 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 and the heart of a servant, the heart of a servant always give attention, attention to present needs. There's a need here. The heart of a servant reveals empathy. The heart of a servant reveals understanding. The heart of a servant reveals care. The heart of a servant reveals concern. And his disciples say unto him, whence should we have so much bread in the wilderness as to fill so great a multitude? 
And Jesus said unto them, how many loaves have ye here? You ready? The heart of a servant reveals the importance to plan. Jesus asked the question. They're hungry. He said, okay, what's the plan? He says, how many loaves do we have? They say, hey, we got what? Seven and a few little fish. And then Jesus commanded the multitude to sit down. The heart of a servant, watch this, reveals discipline and order. Because I cannot serve you properly if I'm not disciplined and organized myself. Are y'all with me? You know, things go a lot smooth. Things go a, a lot smoother and better when things are organized at the house. I might as well say amen. amen. You know, things go a, a, a lot smoother. It smells better. You can move around better. Because things are in order. Things are organized. You know, organization is God's plan to simplify your life. Organization makes life easy. The text said there were 4,000 people out there hungry. So Jesus had to organize them first. He said, y'all get somewhere and sit down. Because if I'm going to meet the need, I'm going to have to make sure that there's a, a great deal of order and discipline out here. So watch this, and I'm done. When you come to the Lord's house and there is structure in the area or the ministry that you serve in, thank God for that. Don't, don't buck up against it. Don't ask, well, why I got to come down here? Seven, don't start to 10. Why I got to be here at 9.01? Because there's order, there's discipline, there's organization here. And we want to make sure that things are being done in an organized way. So that's why, that's why it's important. That you heed or, 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 or you govern yourself accordingly. I used to say that at the end of the announcements in the old church. These are your announcements. Please govern yourselves accordingly. What she's saying is, do what I just said. How I many you know it's not what you say, it's what? It's how you say it. So govern, govern yourself accordingly. When, them, when, when those instructions, it's, yeah. When those instructions come down from Pastor Clyde, govern yourself accordingly. Because there's structure there. There's order there that's coming down. Watch this, not just for you, but for the entire house. I can only imagine what level of discipline and order and planning goes in to this house, this organization, week after week. And some days when I come in here, it's a well-oiled machine. 
But what keeps the oil flowing, listen, you're part of keeping the oil flowing. Don't buck up against the servant leaders. They're, they're, they're trying to bring order to the system. And what you have to do is you're going to have to make sure, yeah, you're going to have to make sure that Jesus is sitting in his chair. And never forget, never forget, Lifeline, that your, your heart is his chair. And he wants to sit down. He wants to sit down in his chair. And we got to allow him to do that if we're going, listen, if we're going to level up in this season. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Listen, we're getting ready to cross over. Glory be to God. We're getting ready to cross over. And so in crossing over, crossing over requires another level of order. Crossing over requires another level of discipline. Crossing over requires another level of serving. Because where we're going, it's bigger and better. So here we might have three ushers, but where we're going, we're going to need 13. Come on here. So allow the Lord, listen, allow the Lord to minister to your heart. And he will tell you which direction where you should go in this area of serving. Rule of thumb. If when you leave work or you leave service and you find yourself disgruntled or upset about the order of the day. And you find yourself talking about it on the way home. Man, that should have went this way. That should have went that way. We should have did it like this. And you're miserable about it. You're at a point of, of losing your mind about the situation. Rule of thumb. Your misery is your ministry. So if it didn't go the way that you thought it should have went, come on, plug in. Because that area, that ministry needs your idea. That ministry, that area needs your hands. Because if you're miserable about it, if, 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 if you're complaining about it, chances are there's some other people that are doing the same thing. So your misery becomes your ministry. So plug in. If the camera was leaning and you got home, you was like, man, why that camera leaning? Maybe your ministry is, hey, cameraman, let me prop you up, baby. Plug in. Serve. But before you do anything, always make sure that you're serving from a heart place and always make sure that Jesus, he's sitting in his chair. I gotta go. Bless y'all, man.